0: From Being Boss, this is Making a Business, a podcast about starting a business from scratch and overcoming the obstacles faced when pursuing your dreams. I'm Kathleen Shannon. And I'm Emily Thompson. In this mini-series, we're following Emily's journey as she jumps into life as a maker and retailer with her new creative endeavor, Almanac Supply Company. In the last episode of Making a Business, we talked about the big shift that Almanac Supply Company went through in their first months of business, as well as how those first few months of business caused some shifts in the plans Emily and David have for the remainder of their first year in business. In this episode, we're uncovering the most important ingredients, we'll call them, of building not only a new business, but any business. Okay, Emily, I'm really curious. I feel like as you grow a business and as a business evolves, you kind of put together these pillars or even main ingredients of what makes up your business or what the most important parts of your business are. So I'm curious to hear from you right now at this time, what would you say the most important parts of Almanac and making a business there, what are they? I think the first one
1: goes back to a tried and true (laughs) Emilyism. And that being consistency breeds legitimacy. It's one that, you know, I know to be true. It's something I've been saying for a very, very long time. But to be back into practicing it in a new brand, it just reiterates how very important this is. And whether this is, you know, your turnaround time for answering emails, or if it's, you know, how it is that you're delivering packages, or if it is, you know, what your Instagram feed looks like, or how often you're sending your email marketing newsletter, or whatever it may be. Consistency breeds legitimacy. And I think that's even more important for a new brand. I think once you get old and you have clout and all of these things, you can skip a couple email newsletters and you can have something weird show up on your Instagram feed or whatever. No one's really gonna bat an eye. But as a new brand creating this legitimacy through consistent consistency is super important. And so for me that's been one of the things that I just keep going back to. And it's kind of hurting me a little bit because I like the sort of ebb and flow or I've been in my other brands long enough that I can, you know, break my own rules, but I'm not in the rule breaking phase yet. Like I'm still very much so in this like creating the rules and then delivering on that thing over and over again
0: while I'm building the legitimacy that I'm looking to build. I love everything that you just said and <laughs> I, it makes me also, it makes me think that consistency not only yields legitimacy, but also momentum. It keeps this momentum going even whenever you're scared or want to quit or are ready to throw in the towel or come against a hiccup. If you can just keep going and showing up. Within the systems and rules that you've created for yourself across the board, you will continue to feel your business grow step by little step absolutely
1: I think another thing that I've been enjoying a lot through this process is really maintaining this like test and change mindset where you know I've tried several different things with our email newsletter for example just just to see what happens um or you know with how it is that I'm presenting products or who it is that I'm contacting for wholesale accounts or whatever it is I think staying in this very experimental mindset one where you're not attached to the outcome whatsoever whatsoever is so important for building a new business where you don't know how anything is going to go. If I were to be going into any of these things with defined expected outcomes and then, you know, sadness or whatever feeling comes up whenever I don't reach goals, then I'm not going to get up and do this tomorrow. But by staying in that in that very experimental test and change mindset, I'm reminded how important that is, again, for new businesses, for sure. But I think for anyone in any phase of business, and especially with the ever changing landscape of everything these days, it's still so, so important to Remember how important that is for running a business.
0: Recently, one of our Being Boss listeners asked us how we know when to quit or pivot. And the truth is, there is very little unexpected quitting or sharp turns in our business because we're all about testing and changing as we go. Test and change. It's one of our foundational being boss mindsets and just one of many business philosophies that you can find in our book, Being Boss, Take Control of Your Work and Live Life on Your Own Terms. This book is the complete guide to finding confidence, developing productive habits, and setting boundaries you need to make your entrepreneurial dreams a reality. You can find it wherever books are sold. Let's talk a little bit about money.
1: <laughs> Always, um, I think th- the most basic things stay true, and it's one that you know David and I are being very adamant about making sure we're playing the game right. Business is a money game, and one in which you need to spend less money than you're making. So, I think a couple of things even play in here. So, let's talk about spending money first. Always being sure that you're spending money in places where you can make money. So, this is like on products, maybe that you're going to turn around and sell or on raw goods that you're going to turn into products that you're going to sell. Um, but then thinking about really minimizing spending the money that won't make you money. So I always feel this whenever we order boxes, like shipping boxes, like shipping boxes don't make me money. Shipping boxes are where I have to spend money I guess to make money, but it's a very different, it's a very different kind of spend. I'm not spending money on books that I can turn around and sell. I'm spending money on the box that's going to deliver the book. So you can think about how it is that you can minimize the money you're spending on things that won't make you money, but also maximizing those purchases, whatever they may be. And that may be buying in bulk um, or seeing how you can get one size box, for example, that can ship off multiple goods as opposed to you getting a box for each individual item that that you have. So there is like a spending money game that you have to play. And then there's the making money game where you need to know what your profit margins are. You need to know how much it costs for you to sell the things that you are making. And you need to make sure that you're making more than you're spending because at the end of the day, that is what will tell you if you have a healthy business or not. Um, It's funny, David and I were, uh, were making candles the other day and out of nowhere, David said something to the effect of like this business, it requires so much more math than anything else we've ever done. And I was like, well, first of all, you're the money guy, so you only do math. But also, this is the first time where he's experiencing math on the front end. So he's always in the bookkeeping and those things. So he's been used to that, like, behind-the-scenes math. But he's never had to figure out, like, the profitability of something. Um, or for him, he was talking specifically about taking, you know, a box of candle wax and figuring out how many candles we're going to get out of it. It's all just math business is just playing with numbers and making them work in your favor.
0: And speaking of math, are you accounting for your time at this point or are you not there yet? We are tracking our time um, and we're definitely using
1: it to plan for things. We're not using it in the revenue model yet. and That's actually one place where we should be taking that step next and where we can definitely start improving. Um, but we're still working on getting some of those other basic numbers really under control before we start adding the variabilities that come with time numbers as well.
0: I also wonder if as owners of a business and this is a total tangent, but let's say your time is worth $30 an hour pouring candles, can you technically take a loss on your business even if you make a profit because of paying yourself? That might be something That's to ask a your question, accountant,
1: right? I'll ask David about that. Um because I'm unsure. I feel like the answer is probably yes, but maybe only if it's an employee who's pouring your cane like if you are as the owner I think there are different rules that apply so I think it could go either way I am unsure
0: these are the things that go into making a business, <laughs> these kinds of right. questions,
1: right? And it's also funny to think about how much my time is worth as a business coach and how much my time is worth as a candle pourer, because those are two very, very different things and they have very, very different numbers. Um, and it has been an interesting thing to step way down <laughs> into being a candle pourer and what, what that is worth. Know your numbers. We hardcore believe that this is one of the foundational practices that makes a successful entrepreneur. And we know that creative types tend to do just about anything they can to stay as far away from their numbers as they can. So we're here to give you a little nudge. Whether you're thinking of starting a business or you're already on it, become friends with numbers. Track them, work with them, and know them. It'll make you a better business owner. And if you're looking for some tools to help you get started and master the basics, we invite you to come over to our website and check out our CEO Day Kit, a place where we offer tools for not only getting in touch with your basic business numbers, but help you plan out a whole year of your business. You can learn more at
0: courses.beingboss.club. All right, what is one of the final most important steps whenever it comes to making a business? I feel like we probably talked about me
1: (laughs) and like the people who's running the business, you know, through most of all previous episodes of this podcast. And it's something that I thought a lot about as I was re-listening to season one. I was like, oh my God, I feel like we didn't actually talk about the customer at all. I'm just talking about me making a business and what this, what this feels and sounds like and looks like. Um, but I do want to, this is maybe the place where I super iterated it because the leading thing in all of these things is that customer experience and what it is that I'm here to create. Um, I want to create a shopping and a shopping experience and an environment where people feel grounded and taken care of and those sorts of things. So, For me, one of the most important pieces of making a business is thinking about the delivery of the thing that you're offering. For us, that is, you know, having a very easy to use website experience and having really great photos and people being able to connect with the products, even though we're hundreds of miles apart. Um, But it's also like, what is that Unboxing experience like for people. And it's been investing in things that don't make us money, like stickers or tissue paper or, you know, having boxes that aren't just, you know, reused from Amazon or whatever it may be. It's really been investing in that, that experience that we're giving customers now, because whenever it does come to building that offline experience, it is that, that, environment and customer experience that I'm wanting to create. So that has been something that we've put a lot of time time and energy and resources in to make it a really great um, experience, if I can use that word one more time, for the people who want to be Almanac customers um, or maybe aren't customers yet, but are thinking about it. And that's something that we've had a lot of fun doing. And it's been investing in things like, you know, packaging materials, but it's also been an investment of time. Sometimes I get tickled at myself. I think that my part-time job is a thank you card writer, where whether that's sending thank you cards for being boss, which is something that we've Always in a great job of doing, or if it's, um, writing handwritten thank you notes for every single package that leaves for Almanac, at least, you know, while we're at this volume, though, I hope to always be able to do that. It's very important for me, for us to take the time to really show appreciation for everyone who's showing up to support us. Um, so that customer experience and delivering the thing is
0: definitely one of the most important parts. in the next episode of making a business
1: girl this is the hardest part being taken seriously really yes absolutely so um it's funny too because i'm spoiled being in the online space and having a book and a podcast and a you know instagram account all of these like little pieces of clout that i have in the online space offline no one knows who i am nor do they care whatsoever they just think i'm a cute girl who started a cute little candle business and look at her go and i just
0: want to punch the people in the face with my book <laughs> um do you feel like any of this is you projecting do you feel like maybe some of your own insecurities and in starting at square one no. and you know I mean, maybe not making as much money pouring candles as you would <laughs> business coaching right? i mean truly do you feel like in a, some weird way you're attracting that energy because you're not taking yourself seriously Mindset, boundaries,
1: habits, and routines. These are what turn a creative into a boss. These foundations and more make up our new book, Being Boss, Take Control of Your Work, and Live Life on Your Own Terms. A guide slash workbook slash sleep with it under your pillow book filled with what we've learned over the years as working, thriving creative entrepreneurs. Plus, what we've picked up from the hundreds of conversations with industry leaders and experts on the Being
0: Boss podcast. And it's all so that you can cultivate confidence in your work, make good money doing what you're best at, and live a life you love. To learn more about our book and order one for yourself, go to beingboss.club book.
1: And to check out Almanac Supply Company, head on over to almanacsupplyco.com get 15% off of your first order with discount code being at checkout. Do the work. Be boss.